Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Perano. Today's guest, Marlon Wells, joins the show. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with my man, Marlon. Alright, so Marlon Wells, welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. Brother, what's up? Oh man, not much, man. Thanks for having me. I know we've been trying to touch base for a while. Glad to, glad to be on. Man, it is a blessing to have you. I mean, first of all, I want to commend you on... You got over 400 wins um, with your uh, high school program. Am I right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, that's correct. Between, you got you won uh, San Diego you won. High and Bishops. Okay, and you won CIF titles. Um, yeah. Let's just dive right into that, man. How has the coaching life been, man? I mean, I mean, first of all, just winning a CIF title is a bucket list thing. But then you're over four hundred or over four hundred wins. How was that? Man, it's it came quick. It don't, it don't even seem like I've been coaching that long. But yeah, I've been coaching girls since 2001 and you know been very lucky to have some really good players and really good teams and just been just been lucky man and been blessed to be around some some great players and great coaches and people to mentor me and help me along the way and now you know I'm hoping I can give back and do the same and help another young coach out right on right on so let's dive in with like for instance, I know that you've been teaching women, girls. Um, right. What's the difference, like, ha- like from teaching? Because obviously, I'm sure you have taught boys as well. What's the difference yeah. from teaching boys to girls or men to women? Well, um, girls they tend to listen and follow instructions a lot better, even though not by much, but they do. And uh, girls are a little more fundamentally sound. The boys' game. The boys are actually, uh, game is faster, it's a lot quicker, more athleticism. And, you know, the boys go hard and they compete and they challenge each other. Where the girls, sometimes, you know, they get into that friend stuff and they don't want to compete against their friend and beat their friend and have their friend mad at them. But a boy, boys, they don't care at all. But, um, you know, I just like coaching, whether it be boys or girls, you know, love the game. But, um, you know, the girls' game has been very good to me. I, I started off with the boys, so, you know, we started off, um, you know, we had Jared Dudley and so on and so forth in our programs, and, you know, fortunate to get the San Diego high job with the girls, and I've just been up, been over there ever since. Right, right, right. So, um, I know that you touched based on coaching Jared Dudley, and that was over at Horizon, is that correct? Well, I coached him, and he played for my club when he was a seventh seventh eighth ninth grader and then uh his last year of high school he played with our rising stars and our ebo club oh, okay okay and how was that you know with that journey with him because i mean he's still in the league um yeah, still in the, you know that, it, that was fun that was fun because jared wasn't the best one on the team yeah well, and, that's what i wanted to get into i he's so he's one of those guys that he just He's not. He's never been the best, but he just no. follows directions. Follows directions. Smart, understands the game, and actually, he was. Uh, 
he was Candace Wiggins started over Jared on our on our club team, seventh and eighth grade. Okay. So we, she was the only girl that played on our on our club team, and um, we had Jared Dudley, Rico Tucker, Alan Wiggins, Candace's brother, uh, Vince Camper, Kenny Simmons, Chauncey Wiseman. We had a, a long range of people: Tito Littleton, Anthony Palmer. We had we won the national championship twice, and uh, Jared wasn't even a starter on that team. And actually, Candace Candace played all, over him. But you just named some heat right there with with Candace, and not even not only that, but Rico Tucker. Like you had a yeah, an amazing yeah, we, an amazing yeah, squad. I mean, you had a squad that is almost one, like one in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, we're probably um, probably the only middle school team to ever win a national championship from San Diego. I mean, other people will say they did, but not not the AAU or the BCI. We we won those, so. They probably won some other national championships, but we we won we won the real deal with that team, and um, you know some good players. You know Vince Camper, he's a he's a Drew League legend, MVP of the Drew League. They call him the Body Snatcher. He played on that team. He moved from San Diego, but uh, Candace Wiggins was the only girl on that team, and I'm telling you, she was she was lights out as a young age. I mean, her her rivals, those guys played in the NBA. Her rivals were boys. And um, you know Sebastian Telfair, and so on and so forth. So she was going toe to toe with those guys at a young age. Wow! I mean, that right there is bucket list stuff. I mean, oh yeah, that's oh, that's yeah. just man. You were like in the thick of it with uh, AAU. Um, oh yeah, and Bye. you know your guys is you know your program is really big EBO, um, and we're gonna get into that right now. I know now it's more of a you know, you focus more on the women's side of it. Um, so yes. So you got away from the boys, is that correct, with EBO? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. That's right, correct. okay. Like you said, there's a lane for everyone and a lane for everything. And, you know, I just want to make sure I stay in my lane and I'm doing the right things. I mean, it's not easy. So people, they're like, oh, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. But trust me, it, it took years to build and build that, that reputable uh, – just that reputable status of where where our program is, you know, it's, it's tough, and it's tough to to stay in that too. Yeah, no, I hear you because you guys are sponsored. Am I right? Your top program? Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're Adidas sponsor program, and you know, so that, that that in itself is hard to get. And you know, once you and you and you do and you get that stuff by producing players and producing uh, high level athletes and players and. You know, we're fortunate enough to have a few kids in the WNBA and tons of kids to go on and play can Division you, One college ball. Can you touch on the ones that have played in the WNBA for you and that are in college now? Yeah, yeah, we got a few. I mean, I don't even know if I could name them all, but, you know, Charlotte Houston played in the WNBA, and Inga Orakova, Candace Wiggins, uh, Courtney Clements. We had a few playing the WNBA, a, few, a lot played professionally overseas. Um, college right now, we have just in the last two years, we've had uh, 10 Division One kids from our program uh, go on to play Division One ball. And that's amazing because that's a free education, and, and you can't, you yeah, can't put a price that, on that. Can't put a price on that. And, you know, there's, 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 especially for girls, I mean, there's lots of opportunities for them to play at the next level. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. Like, for instance... Like, see, you, you've been in the thick of it. Like, besides club ball, you went into, like, the AAU circuit. 
you know. Right. So you've seen the thick of it, you know, from the you know, from the scouts watching the kids, from oh, yes. the parents pushing the kids too hard, uh to you know, everything. You've seen you've seen the thick of it. You've seen the good and the bad. What is what is a piece of advice not only do you give to a parent such as myself um and then to a kid that is listening what and I, I would and the advice that I would give is number one to make sure that the kid is all in because if they're not in it's going to end up becoming stressful it's going to end up becoming not fun it's going to end up like hey this is what the parent wants them to do or and that's that's not that's always ended bad. It's always ended bad. I mean, I've seen kids that were very good, and the parents just pushed them too much, and it was just something that they didn't want. But if they do want it, and you're there at that point where the kid says, "Hey, Dad, I want this," you know, you just got to tell them stick to the script. And that's what I always tell my kids: is stick to the script. Whatever script the coach or the trainer or the parent has laid out for them, let's. Let's just stick to the script, and we'll we'll get you in the right get you on the right path, and make sure you're going to be okay. And so, you know, for me again, like I said, I've been fortunate. I've been around you know the top coaches in college. You know, I'm on the board of the WBCA, um, so I know what's going on. I know what college coaches are looking for, and I know what it takes to get there. And some kids just don't want to put in the work. And once you start finding out that it's not fun and you're not putting in the work, it becomes it becomes a burden and it becomes it becomes more stressful than than it should have to be. Yeah. Because if this game is tough and you you're gonna run up against some killers, you're gonna run up against some kids that's gonna take your head off. And if you're not ready for that, that's not it's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be competitive, and you're just gonna lose interest. But I would just tell a kid, man, just put the work in, stay focused, stick to the script, and every everything is going to work out. And you you gotta you gotta work on your craft all the time. So just by you telling me all the things that your kids doing, oh, they're great. Ryan Ryan is great. Jordan's great. You know, I, I have my kids from my teams work out with those guys. So it's like me. I don't have an ego at all, and any help you can get, I encourage it. But when you when you do do those things, man, just make sure you're going hard and giving giving your best effort. Oh yeah, I love that. I tell my son that all the time. He gets upset at me when too. I'll be like, man, you gotta yeah. get more effort. You gotta go harder. He's like, I yeah. know him. I'm like, no, man. I I know I know when you are and I know when you're not. But the the cool yeah. thing is, I I love him to hear a different voice. That's that's my main thing, you know. Yeah, um, and that, and that and I yeah, I'm a parent too, and we all we got that in the back of our head that. You know, we want that uh, verification that we're teaching them the right things too. And I was like, man, you know, we want to we want to always say, see, I told you so, I told you so, and um, and that's fine too because I always I want to hear I want my kids to hear other voices too, like the kids, my own kids and the kids that I coach. Right. What What advice would you give a parent? I would just tell a parent to kind of learn. A, a lot about, especially when you're when you're going to choose a program for your kid. Do your research. It the, the program might look great on the outside, but it might not be a fit for your kid. Just like a college, just like a college, it might look great. Like UConn might look great, but it might not be a fit for your kid. 
she she or he may not be there. And so I would I would just tell a parent, you know, you know, it's a different different day and age, and um, we could we can push kids too hard, and, and including coaches. And I would just tell them, hey, if you're going to send your kid to a program, that means you trust the coach, and let that coach do their job. Let that coach coach them. If not, you know, if you're going to be coaching from the side, and if you're going to be questioning everything, it, it's just best to pull pull them, you know, because it's. It's, it's going to lead to frustration. It's going to start leading to your kid, to questioning your coach. But if you put your kid with a program, trust that coach. That means you trust in that coach and just, you know, bear with it. I'm pretty sure most coaches have the best interests of the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. that that's, yeah, you got to have the best interests. I hear that. Um, what, do you, what are the perfect building blocks to making a successful program? Like EBS. Well, first you got to have good uh, quality people, good coaching staff, uh, good pe- good families in the program, to where it'll, it'll attract it will attract other good people. And you know you got to start from the basics. I mean, we started from the bottom. You know, fourth, fifth grade levels, and we we keep those kids all the way through our program. And so you'll hear like, oh man, Marlon recruits. He, they recruit. Uh, Robbie recruits. Chris Crochet recruit. But those are our kids. So we're really not recruiting. I mean, we've had those kids since fourth, fifth grade, and they just come up through our, through our program. And so they've been with us for so long, so they're going to they're gonna stay with us. So even if they end up going to, you know, Sweetwater High School, after Sweetwater High School is over, they're going to come back to EBO. And right. so they know they got a place. They know they got a place after the high school season is over. And, um, you know, you're just, just building the relationships and setting the foundation. And you have to have a philosophy. You have to, like, we have a philosophy. Like, like we like to run and gun, get up and down the floor. And if your kid isn't that type of player, well, EBO is not a, not a, program for them you understand what i'm saying so yeah don't don't come to our program and try to make us change what we do just you know this is just not the program for you we're this is how we're going to play we're going to pick up full court we're going to press we're going to trap we're going to transition we're going to shoot that three ball and we're, we're going to have we're going to have we're going to have a blast and those type of schools are the schools that recruit our kids when they get to high, college, when it's time to go to college. So, you know, you won't see a, for example, you won't see, let me try to give you a great example. You won't see like a um, Indiana recruiting our kids because we don't, we don't play that style. But you will see the USC's, the UCLA's, the Oregon's, the Pac-12 schools, the Utah State's, UNLV's. Um, and you'll see most of our kids, they'll go to certain schools. Like here at Bishop's, most of my kids end up going to Ivy League schools and playing. You know, you have the Destinies who went to Texas, which, by the way, she's transferring out, and she'll be headed somewhere else next year. Um, but you'll have, you know, my kids are going to Columbia, Yale, Princeton, places like that because Bishops is a high academic uh, high school and the kids are looking for that education in, in college. So there are certain schools that 
we do cater to, but we are open to all schools. And believe it or not, most of our kids in our program go to Division Two, D three, and NAIA schools. That's still good. Yeah, so you'll see you'll see the the D one kids going to the big schools, but the majority, like we we had ten D ones in the last two years, but the other twenty five are at D twos and NAIAs. Man, I'm I'm happy with NIA or D two if my kids go there. Man, it, you can, yeah. I'm I'm happy with JUCO. You know, there's some yeah, great yeah. JUCO programs out there. Great. Yeah, so I don't blame you. Um, no. I love that. What it, What do you um demand not only from your coaching staff, but for your team captains as well? Um, to be knowledgeable, to understand what's going on at all times and that that's from that's from the coaching staff that's from the team captains and that's from the players who aren't captains be knowledgeable and, and be a learner you got to be willing to learn oh. and if you, you you come in and willing to learn and want to be a learner you got you gonna have a great time with me because i love teaching the game and i love i love kids developing kids and getting them better so if you if you want to become knowledgeable and be a learner, that's that's the thing. But demand demand is is you know you give your best effort every every time every time out. That's what that's one thing we do demand is that you give your best effort every time. How how do you bring that out of somebody? Like for instance, what if like what if they're like an offensive threat, right? Like a James Harden. But they're not so a threat on D, you know. And you're just you're trying to pull that out of them. You know, they're they're an athletic well, player. They're they just lack they're just lackadaisical on defense. How how do you bring it out of them? You know, how, like some kids are like they're like super aggressive on D, but then they don't really give you offense. And then you have one player yeah, that's like yeah, crazy versa. offensive well, player, but no defense. Well, I just try to use all my players to their best strength and. And always tell them, don't be something that you're not. So if you're not a three-point shooter, hey, you know what? You're not a three-point shooter until you put in the work. And defensively, I believe everybody could be a monster on the defensive end and give that maximum effort. Offensively, takes a little more skill. takes a little more time in the gym. That's why you see, like you say, your kids go to Ryan and all those guys, and this is not a knock on any of them, but how many times do they work on the defensive end? Zero. Yes. So, and I love why, both why of them, is, but it's zero. But why is that? It's not flashy. Right, it's not flashy. If a parent is paying thirty-five dollars and they're sitting in there watching their kid getting trained, hey man, I don't want to see my kid do no defensive slides. I don't want to see him taking no charges. And it's it's easier to teach that defensive side of the ball, that offensive side is very difficult it is very difficult to teach a kid to put that ball in a basket and to have the confidence to do it on a consistent basis and like some people are defensive gurus but you know me i don't know if you follow me on social media a lot my thing is offense oh yeah i follow you you know that and i'm you know i'm I'm all about getting those buckets blessed blessed are the bucket getters is my motto and, you know, that's why you see most people, when they go in the gym, all they're working on is offense. Right. And, see, I, I was 
I was a player that, man, I was a hell of a defensive player, man. I really was. I guard you 94 feet. Right. And I gave you all of my effort. But I was well-conditioned. I was a machine, man. I ran. I, I ran stairs. I ran hills. I ran miles. Like, I was just well-conditioned <laughs> for it. You know, it's just yeah. something. I, I mean, to this day, I'm 40 years old, and I'm still in the damn gym. I tore my Achilles. I got a... I got a oh, dang, I got a scooter and I'm still in the gym. People look at me like I'm crazy. And yeah. and you know, for me, that's just the way I was wired, I guess. Right. But I was still as an offensive threat, but that was just because maybe I was well conditioned. So yeah. to me I just don't get it. Like I for me, I expect why can't you go guard ninety four feet and get somebody's numbers at all times? Right. And I mean it's just something that I mean, I know a lot of people that do teach it, but it's just something that's uh, defense is not sexy. You know what I mean? So a lot of people are focusing on the offensive side, but you still got to have that confidence. I mean, that offensive end is you got to have that skill level. Ball handling is number one. And the better ball handling you are, the better scorer you're going to be. Ooh, that's deep. Be I like to, that. Yeah, you're going to be able to create opportunities. But if you can't handle the ball, Yeah, no, I hear you. I feel you. I feel you. What has the game taught you? Like, the game has taught me so much. What has it taught you? Man, it's taught me a lot. And mainly it's like, man, all my friends that I hang with are in the hoops. I mean, I see you everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're all in the basketball. And I know lawyers. I know doctors and all that stuff. But my best, my best friends, we are all in the hoops. I talk to my guys every day on the phone, and we're talking hoops, Final Four, off-season, trades. Um, we're doing a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I talk to Jared Dudley a lot. You know, we're always talking about we're always talking about the the Nets and the playoffs. I love to go there. Oh, yeah. I always go to the women's. I have not been to the men's, but I do go to the women's. And, well, next and time you go, I, you need to let me know. We going. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going next year. It's in New Orleans. So roll, roll with me. We're going to have a party. We do parties and everything out there. It's, it's a blast. You get to be around all your colleagues. Everybody's unwinding from a great season, winning championships, or a tough season, not winning a single game. But... You just get to be around all of your all of your coaching friends from high school to college coaches. Oh man, that's and get to run out, get to run elbows with everyone, and it's a it's a it's a 
attention also. So you get to go to classrooms and learn. It's good, man. Any Anytime. You're more than welcome. All right, man. I love that. Like, if you were to go back in time and to give yourself as a coach right now as many wins as you have, what advice would you give yourself as a rookie coach? Man, just, I, and I was just talking about this today with one of my guys. I, I felt that I should have I should have learned more when I was younger. Okay. I, I always thought of, I always thought it was my way or the highway because that's how my coach was. That's how, and you know, I learned a lot from Coach King. I played at San Diego High, and it was like my way or the highway, but then I started learning that, man, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Absolutely. And once I started learning, yeah, once I started learning that and implementing that, I became a better coach. I became, uh, had better relationships with my players, which have always been good. You know, you know, you're going to get a few kids every now and then you don't get along with, but that's, that's, that's life in general. But, I wouldn't say get along with where you where you bump heads, where you bump heads, and um, I would just say, man, if I was a younger me, I wish I wish I was willing to change and learn more at a, at a younger age. Okay, I now, think I could help. I could I think I could help some of my players a lot better. Okay, I like that. I like that. I really do. I really like that. Um, what What do you fear? Do you fear anything about the game? Um, with the girls, I fear that it's going to drop off and, and girls are not, are going to stop playing in about 10 years. And because you got volleyball coming up, you got lacrosse now, water polo. I mean, there's so many different sports and things that girls are doing. And if you look around the county, um, you even see a lot of schools that we don't, like, don't have a JV team. Like, not one single team in our league, and we're private school, not one single team had a JV team. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so girls are doing other stuff now. Like, volleyball is going all year round now, and they got their claws, they got their claws deep into these kids. And, you know, and I get it. I mean, it's not a, a physical sport. It's not a lot of contact. Not, not skilled, not highly skilled. Yeah. Basketball is highly skilled, man. Skill. It's tough, you know? Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, you got to do a lot of running. It's physical. And, you know, you don't, you know, you got to, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just different. So, you know, like with my team, we got, we got seven girls on the team. Seven girls in the whole program. Wow. That's not many. No. Not many. No, that's so, not so that that's my fear as far as what's happening with basketball, and you know now every I mean everything is touchy. There's certain things you can't say to kids and can't do. Um, you know you get the bullying and uh, just being too hard and the mental and the and the mental uh, aspect of everything. And it's so we have to be willing to change and we have to adapt and. You know, you, as a coach, you know, I got to realize, like, hey, man, these kids weren't even born in the same century as me. So <laughs> things are different. Yeah, I know. I hear you, man, because, uh, 
to get off that. Well, to stay on the subject, but to to switch lanes. Same thing with Izzo. You know, Izzo's getting a lot of heat for uh, that outburst he had, and I thought it was okay, man. I really do. I mean, yeah, they're young, they're young adults, they're men, but hey, man, they you they gotta be put in their place. You know, he he expects high level ball. You come to his you come into his um, sanctuary where to come play. If he don't like what you're doing, he don't let you know, and and he should he has a right to let you know. I really think I think that's I think that's uh right. I think he does. I mean, of course, we're now we're living in a social media platform where everybody's got their phones out and you can see everything. And oh, he shouldn't do this. He shouldn't. But I I was okay with it. And growing up in the AAU circuit with these kids now. They're always being told they're great, they're the best, this and that. Hey, man, I'm all for about the positive energy. But if they can't take the negative, then we're doing a disservice for them because guess what? This world's ruthless. This world will chew you up and spit you out. Chew you out. Chew you up and spit you out. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And so, you know, so everybody's talking now like there's a there's don't cross the line and like what what is, what is the line like because every every week the line gets drawn in a different place like i was talking to one of my buddies today i said man growing up we all had nicknames right you know now now you can't even call it kid hey fat boy what's up hey that's just my nickname man i got one of my friends his nickname is fat boy he's skinnier than me Right. You know, he uh, you know, he weighed he weighed hundred and eighty pounds. But that was just a nickname that we grew up in, so now everything is so you know, that's that's bullying, that's this, that's that and you know, I get it. I get it, but but hey. No, I feel you man. I, I wish they had thicker skin too, I really do. What do you think are three pillars that makes a perfect player? Uh, a perfect player. I haven't seen one, but you know, your effort, your attitude, and your character—that's that's that's, that's, character. that's what's gonna make you a a, per, a a good player, a good person. I like the character. Um, yeah, I like that. Guys, now I mean, it's like you know, you could be as great as could be, but slapping on your girlfriend, you're doing drugs, you, so so you're not so you're not a good player, right? You know, doing that stuff, and you know your attitude. You got to have a good attitude every day. Come in, and then your effort, effort, effort is key. But you know, for for kids, especially these young teenagers, these young adults, they their character is 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 has to be high up on that total pole. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, but before I uh, before we go, I got a couple other questions, and they're fun. And then the last part of it, we gonna get into uh, your tournament you do here down in SD. Um, okay. But before we before we go, I got I got a, I got some rapid questions I like to throw at you. They're fun. Uh, what was your gotcha. favorite What's your favorite move to do as as a player when you played? Oh, when I played, uh, man, I like to pull up jumper. But now, but now it's the Kobe Dirk Nowitzki mix 
little fadeaway, the little fadeaway jumper. Okay, okay. Create that space. Create that space. Nice. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite player of all time? Uh, Magic. No. They used to call me. They used to call me Young Magic too. So. Okay. But right now, right now, Kobe. Okay, but Kobe's not playing no more, so you gotta have a new one then. You gotta give me a third one. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't found one yet. I haven't found one yet. That's playing. Okay. I just like watching the games. Okay, well, I've always been, a, I've always been an MJ fan, always been a John Stockton fan, but as of right now, I don't care what anybody says, all the hate he's getting, I'm still a big LeBron fan, man. I, I like the way he plays, he distributes the yeah. ball. You know he's he uh, he takes the ball to the rack. He can shoot the three. I like it. I, I like his style of yeah. play. Um, that's mine. Favorite Jordan shooter rock ever, ever. Um, you know I'm a I'm a Kobe guy as far as shoes, but I got a lot of the Jordans and I like the threes. Yeah, me too. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I like the threes, but I'm a Kobe guy. Though. Okay, what Kobe's are your favorite? Mine are the Crazy Eights, the very first ones. Uh, nah, that's Crazy Eights. Mine are the uh, the ones that I like to wear is Chinese New Year. Those are my favorite ones. Okay, okay, I like those. Okay. Um, yeah, I might, might have to bust them out here, but we're Adidas sponsored, so I can't see me wear them in the, too often. Okay, well, see, that's why I dropped the crazy eights on you. See, those are my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like the crazy eights. They're too bulky. All right, all right. I go with the, I go with the Hardens with the Adidas right now. Ooh, that's my favorite. Man, I got some Harden threes. Them things are great on my. They're like Tempur Pedic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got the threes on right now. I love those. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now let's get into your tournament, man, because I love it. Uh, we didn't get to make it last year, but we've been in it the last two years before that, which was called the Big Show. I mean, now you call it the Big Show, but before that, it was EBO. Um, it's the Big Show, the Big Showdown. Yes. So uh, yeah, tell us about it. Well, Big Showdown, man, it's in its tenth year. Started off as a little eighteen tournament. Um, we just ran it to run it, and the next year we had. 47 teams, and the next year 70, and the next year 125, and then 250, and then it's been 300, over 300 teams the last four years, and it's just grown and grown, and people here love it, um, it I, I'm excited every year for it, we're about 40, 40 days out, and we have about 150 teams signed up. And we will definitely reach that 300 this year because, you know, people like to lag. And so I just sent out an email today. I was like, hey, get your stuff in because we are going to be full. And it's a good tournament because the teams from San Diego don't have to travel to Vegas, have to travel to Arizona, have to travel to L.A. to get great competition here in their own backyard. And they, their family members get to come out and see them play, and they don't have to travel up to L.A. or Vegas or wherever with them and get to see them play good competition. And I would encourage all the San Diego teams to register. i got a lot of teams from Nevada, teams from Washington, Idaho, Texas, Arizona. It's going to be a great event. And the girls' high school division is NCAA certified, so we'll have a lot of college coaches out here watching the girls giving them opportunities to play at the next level. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I'm 
excited about the showdown. All right, man. I love it. I can't wait for it myself. Um, last but yeah. not least, where can people find you and reach out to you, whether they want to get a part of your program, talk to you about hoops, anything like that? Um, easy. Well, Jim at bishops.com. Get a call. Bishops, you can always get a hold of me there. Or my cell phone, 619-212-6289. Ebohoops.com. Or San Diego Hoops Report.com. And we have the uh, Senior All Star Game coming up next Friday, April the 12th, Mira Mesa High School. You get to see the top girls in the county, a lot of Division One signees. You get to see the top boys, Boogie Ellis going to Duke, Bryce Pope. All those guys are going to get to battle it out. It's going to be fun. The dunk contest is going to be crazy. I mean, the last two years, dunk contest was, has been bananas. And, uh, I'll post videos up on Facebook and, and our website where you guys can see that. We always get a nice crowd, DJ. Yeah, we have a blast at the uh, Senior All-Star game. We, we send the seniors off with a, in a great way. Oh, man, I love that. Well, man, well, Coach, thank you so much, man. It was a blast having you on Fadeaways of Fundamentals. Um, yeah, Thank you so much. Man, man, appreciate you. Sorry it took so long for us to connect.